Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. What happened to D.B. Cooper is one of aviation's great unsolved mysteries. It was back in 1971 when he hijacked a plane in the Pacific Northwest, got a parachute and a bunch of money, and jumped out the tail door of a Boeing 727 into the darkness over the forest and was never seen again. Fortunately for today's aviation community, criminals seem to be a lot more dumb. American Flight 1346 from Minneapolis to Phoenix Friday had a disruptive passenger on board, and while we don't need to talk about what he did, suffice it to say it was bad enough that the flight crew called for police to be waiting when they got there. And then, the 25-year-old unidentified guy opened a door on the plane and tried to break free. Unfortunately for him, though, the plane had already landed, meaning the 10-foot freefall wasn't enough to evade authorities, just give him minor injuries when he hit the tarmac and the Ground crew for the airline actually held him down until police arrived. Ten-footer, huh? (laughs) It's really not enough time to get your parachute to open. No, no. (laughs) Had trouble with my parachute. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, Cliff. Yes? I like it here at Country 98.1. Oh, you do? And I'll tell you why I like it. There's a couple, three reasons. Number one, it's warm and dry in here. And we could use that with 33 temperature outside. No kidding. And uh, here at Country 98.1, yeah. they don't take my belt and my laces from my shoes like that other place <laughs> that used other place to. Place yes. Yeah. And so that's why I like it here. <laughs> I can keep my pants up that way, Cliff. And I don't walk out of my shoes. Well, I am certainly am glad your pants can stay up while you're here at work well, today. Well, that's, that's what the belt's that. for. Yeah. I've been uh, perusing our Facebook page, oh, Weed and Cliff of the Morning, this okay. morning. And, you know, I've come to a sad conclusion. What's that? Well, Friday we had a listener who... Yeah came in to pick up some prizes that they had won and yeah. they brought in and was wearing the hat of a competing radio <laughs> station which was just flabbergasting to me y- yes i mean i realize it was probably uh, you know one of those honest mistakes you just don't realize what you're wearing but the fact that he even put it on his head to begin with is just a bit bewildering it is bewildering yes. and i was thinking cliff yeah That was such a popular post with everybody. (laughs) Because as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I'm taking a picture of that. Oh, yes. (laughs) And our Facebook friends went absolutely nuts over it, liking it for some reason. They liked it. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) The vast majority absolutely liked it and loved it. Oh, my goodness. And I'm thinking maybe that should be a routine here in the morning, Cliff, that uh, if you come out uh, during the morning road show and you want to pick up one of your prizes, perhaps you should wear the, um, I don't know, Something from a competing radio station, That's either right, a yeah. T-shirt or something t-shirt, that you've hat, got, boxer shorts, whatever. <laughs> because it's the popular thing to do. It looks apparently, like yeah, Cliff. apparently it is, yeah. And Ralph's so proud of that hat. <laughs> and a lot of folks were asking us, "Well, dummies, give him a WRAY hat." Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. There's a problem there. There's a slight little yeah. problem with yeah, that. We uh, we don't have any. Yes. Yeah. I guess we could have mm-hmm. gave him a coffee mug. <laughs> could have put that on his head. Could have put that on yeah. his head, but I'm thinking maybe, Cliff, we could start something here yeah. that uh, when you come in to pick up the prizes, you come in wearing just, the competitors' yeah. 
clothing of some kind. Some article, some garment. Yeah. And if you don't have it, <laughs> take a T-shirt and just write their name just on write, it. Yeah. Just like a marker. Man, that was what extremely yeah. popular, Cliff. And <laughs> it sounds like the most popular thing that we've done. I know. And it involves a different radio station. I know. Mercy. We did was a dark night last Wednesday in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So dark, it almost seemed like Florida. Police there say the trio, intent on no good, descended on the Walmart in the fading light, and they didn't waste much time putting their plan into action. It began when 46-year-old Lisa Smith entered the store with her dog, Bo. There was, though, one thing missing. A leash. And the dog immediately went on a tear, running crazily through one aisle after another, sniffing shoppers' butts and trying to steal a box of Jiffy Cornbread mix. The woman, at the same time, began to tear apart store displays and put them into her shopping cart. Store employees asked the woman to leave, and she complied, retiring to the parking lot to do karate moves. The dog, though, still in the store, and that brings number three of the trio into the scene, 25-year-old Benny Van, who at first seemed to be trying to corral the dog, but soon went to the sporting goods department and removed all of his clothing. Then, proceeding to expose himself to everyone shopping, had already had their butt smelled by Bo the dog. Just to verify that the apple doesn't fall from the tree, Van was, in fact, the son of the woman now doing karate in the parking lot. Thanks, Mom. <clears throat> Both Van and Smith were arrested, Bo given a warning, and will not face charges. <laughs> you have to think. <laughs> when they get up in the morning, Cliff, yeah. yep. is that your game plan? <laughs> is that your game plan for the day? Now, look, son, we're going to the Walmart. <laughs> we're going to run the That's dog right. in there. That's right. And I'm going to go tear up the store, and you're going to go back to sporting goods and take all your clothes off. Yes, do not go <laughs> into the grocery aisles and do that. If you have to be in the sporting section. That's right, because that's weird. Yes, if you're in the groceries, that's stupid. Yeah. Mercy. I'll be honest with you, Cliff. It's 7.16. Yeah. I, uh, I really never thought Tiger Woods would win again. I really didn't. I thought it no. was over for him. Uh, I was kind of scared that that was going to be the same thing myself. And and as I was talking about this at home yesterday, as much as you may or may not like what has gone on in his personal life, professional golf is vastly more interesting when he's at the top of the leaderboard on the last day. People actually watch. <laughs> People actually watch. I think they had twenty million watching yes. yesterday. Something like that. And and in in reality. All of the things he's been through, and I saw a listing on the internet of all of the surgeries that he's had over the past 10 years. He's had his back worked on three different times. All of that came up, came because he broke his body when they made the golf courses tougher. You remember when he first came on the scene, he was just hitting the lights out of everything. Yes. And so everyone made their golf course harder and longer, and he tore himself up trying to play at, you know, that was the only way he apparently knew how to work with what they had done is to just hit it harder. And he tore his body up. And he's finally got it put back together again. Because there's nobody, in my opinion, who has the mental thing, you know, because golf is like 80% mental. No, There's no one but Tiger Woods who's better than him. There's no one better than him with the, at the mental game. That's probably the reason I was horrible at it. I'm not a good golfer. I'm <laughs> not, not very good really? at all. No. So you're, you're not, you're kind of weak on the mental thing. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm weak minded. You could say when it comes to golf, because I well, think we could just say you're weak minded. Well, we could say that too, because my handicap cliff is, yeah. is about 58, 58. Yes. That would be okay. my golf handicap, which is also yeah. the uh, number of times I've actually fallen out of the golf cart while we're on the uh, course. <laughs> You know, if you cut back on the alcohol while you're golfing, 
Why golf? <laughs> Why golf if you All do right. that? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Honky Tonk Stomp on the Morning Road Show. If I can get the words out, let's try it again. Honky Tonk Stomp <laughs> with Brooks and Dunn. It's 36 right now. In you Princeton. would never know you speak professionally. No, or I even <laughs> speak English sometimes, Cliff. Well, Cliff, maybe the uh, problem yeah. with my speech is I'm all excited about Mississippi this morning. You're all, How could you possibly be excited about oh, Mississippi? You surely have seen this, Cliff. I, I don't know. Someone in Mississippi yeah. has been leaving bowls of mashed potatoes <laughs> in people's cars, yeah. their mailboxes, on their front <laughs> porches. Just random people. And no one can identify who's doing it, but you wake up in the morning. And there's a bowl of mashed potatoes. Right there on your porch. Okay. Is that not awesome? That's bizarre. No, that's awesome. Why is it awesome? That's breakfast right there. (laughs) Really? That is breakfast right there. (laughs) Well, the only good thing is someone else made it. Yes. So you don't have to go to the trouble. Yes. I would like to get out and... (laughs) Get in my car, and there's a bowl there's of a mashed hot, potatoes. hot steaming bowl of mashed potatoes ready for your breakfast. Would you not like that? I'm, I really don't want mashed potatoes for breakfast. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking free breakfast is what I'm well, thinking. sure. That's all I would yeah. worry about. It's in theaters now. It's called Missing Link. I don't know if you've seen this or the previews of any of this. It's yeah. basically an explorer yeah. meets a Bigfoot-type creature, okay. the Missing Link. Oh, it's an animated thing, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now I know what you're talking. Now, about. last week, Cliff, you were reporting that. Um, yeah. Well, there was a picture from billions and billions of miles away. Yeah. Of the first picture of a black hole. Yes, we discussed that last week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, that picture, mm-hmm. so many miles away, yeah, is clearer than any picture I've ever seen of a Bigfoot. <laughs> Is that not true? No, that's absolutely t- correct. People yes. can be within 200 yards of a supposed Bigfoot <laughs> right. and never seem to get it focused yeah. in right. Nope, you're right. How is that possible, you being the cameraman? <laughs> I, I don't know. My guess would be the people who are out hunting the Bigfoot need to spend a little more time practicing their photography skills. It's just a guess. It no, couldn't be no. that there really is no Bigfoot, could it? <laughs> could it? Well, that's certainly one of the options. It's all fake. <laughs> It's kind of like that that show yeah. where they're, you know, trying yeah. to find Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, if you do, yeah. your show's over. That's it. Well, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. It, so they would pay you <laughs> not to find Not Bigfoot. to ever find him. Right. Yeah. We, as most folks know, the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast revels in the scientific research that most of us regular folk think is gross. And then there are those experiments that scientists themselves say are disgusting. Researchers working in the waters off the East Coast were catching sharks, tagging and inspecting them, then turning them loose with trackers to see where they go and what they do. Well, Dr. Gavin Naylor is the director of the Florida Program for Shark Research, and a video of him and his fellow scientists working that day has now gone viral on the Internet. It turns out they had a tiger shark on board for the tagging process, and apparently nervous over what was going on, the shark threw up all over the deck of their boat. One scientist looked at the other. The eyebrows went up, and then someone said, we should find out what that is. The video then recounts their efforts to determine what the tiger shark had been eating by poking and prodding the pieces of meat that had expelled from the shark's stomach. Their science included holding the chewed-up meat close to their noses and getting a good sniff. But the shark puke was thankfully not taste-tested by the scientists during their experiments. 
I really thought that's where you was heading on this, Cliff. <laughs> I really thought, surely. No, not that they showed anyway. <laughs> yeah, not that they showed. I believe it was last week, Cliff. It could have yeah. been at the tail end of the week before, but you okay. had the story about the baseball player for the Oreos. Oh, oh yeah. Who Chris set, Davis. Who set the major league record for most at-bats without a hit. Yes. He was like oh for something. It was like an insane number. I believe it was like 33 when you had the story. 33. Yes. Okay. Well, Cliff, he got up to 0 for 54, (laughs) thus crushing the all-time record for the most at-bats without a hit in Major League Baseball history. Okay. But Saturday, it all came to an end because Chris got a hit, and it was a home run. Wow. Thus, the hitless streak ended. (laughs) He actually went 3 for 5 on Saturday, Cliff. Okay. And Major League Baseball is so excited about it yeah. that they're letting him keep the tee that he hit the home run <laughs> off of, which is I thought was that nice. That was pretty cool, actually. Yes, yeah. they finally said, just tee one up, <laughs> see if you can place it where nobody's standing. And yeah. thus he got a home run. Yeah. Today is tax day, and I'm sure that you know that. Yeah. But I guarantee you, somebody just now heard me say that yelled out a bunch of curse words, turned their car around, and went to the local H&R Block as quickly as possible. And yeah. if tax day wasn't bad enough today on April 15th, Cliff, yeah. here's another extra little kick for you. Yes. It's also the top day for robocalls. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Yes. They went back and looked at over a billion yeah. robocalls and found that on this day, 43% of Americans... Yeah got a robocall of some kind of scam going on, which seems insanely high to me, 43%. 43%. Yes, but they figure that today, scammers do. Yeah. You're all edgy if you don't have those taxes done, a little bit worried about what's going on. Yeah. It's the perfect day to say, hello, this is the IRS calling, <laughs> and we need some personal information. Right. And, and lots of people do. And that's not how the IRS rolls. No. <laughs> No. That's not anywhere close. No, they don't have to call you to get your That's personal right. information. You could, however, just not answer your phone today. That would be the smartest, Cliff. I mean, my cell phone has a caller ID. There's no one in Maryland or South Dakota or Virginia or Pennsylvania who may call me today on my caller ID that I know and I'm going to talk to on the phone. I'm just going to let it roll off the voicemail. Do they even leave you a voicemail? No. Well, some it's usually a recording. So you get like, I don't know, about two-thirds of the way, and then you hear the recording. So today, <laughs> do not get suckered in yeah. with the scammers. Yes. Now, are you yeah. familiar with the actress Sandra O oh, by any chance, Cliff? Um, the name doesn't ring a bell, actually. Well, she was a big star in uh, Grey's Anatomy for a yeah. while, and now she's mm-hmm. in a show called Killing Eve on uh, BBC America. She's okay. pretty popular. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure if I saw a picture of her, I'd be like, oh, that's who it, who it is we're talking about there. Yes. She was uh, recently quoted in an interview as saying that she cried the first time that she met Yoko Ono. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she cried. Yes. When she met Yoko Ono. Yes. <laughs> I can only assume there was yeah. one reason for the uh, yeah. flowing of tears the it's first time she met Yoko her. Ono was singing. Yes, but once she stopped... <laughs> yep, tears went away. Yes. Yeah. Thanks to Matt Cliff for pointing out that today is the birthday of Chris Stapleton. And Matt oh, is, was huh? anxious to find out how yeah. old Chris is. Okay. 41 today on tax day. 
That, Chris Stapleton's only 41? Yes, I thought he was a little older than that. I thought he that. was older than that, too. Born in 1978, if I did the math right. So, right. 41 it's today. because he's hiding under all that facial hair. Well, I want, I'm glad you brought up the facial hair, because uh, now, okay. yeah. I've always thought it was kind of nasty. Long beards like, you know, ZZ Top has. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work. Not that I've ever been able to grow one. It's enough work growing what I've got. <laughs> but having really something that, you know, bushy and hanging on your face all the time, it's got to be irritating in some form. I would think so. And At you the very least. Thank you would get a lot of stuff stuck okay. in it. Every time you eat, yes. there's going to be food. It's like you're wearing a bib around attached to your face. A bib for your lips. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And you think about it, Cliff. You have a dog. Yeah. Dogs lick, lick garbage. Yeah. They lick the dirt. Yeah. They lick, you know, the nether regions. Yeah. And yet, they're still <laughs> they're still more hygienic My than dog. a dude with a beard. Well, really? Yes. Seriously? Now, I'm serious. There's a new study out that says men's beards yeah. are, more, are more likely to be filled with germs and bacteria yeah. than a dog's fur is. <laughs> the researchers did this on thousands of men, Cliff. Yeah. 100% of the men in yeah. the study mm. had high microbe counts in their facial hair compared to oh. just three quarters of the oh, dogs. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. I would even talk about that down over, you know, just in time for breakfast. Well, we we brought it out because, you yeah. know, we was going to play a little Chris Stapleton tune, but now yeah. I'm thinking if you go to his concert and you're sitting close. <laughs> you better wear one of those masks so you don't breathe the end of that stuff in. Possibly a hazmat suit. The whole thing. <laughs> I love his music. Yeah, not so sure gross. about yeah, not so sure about the hair, Chris. Yeah. Let this be a life lesson, Cliff. What's that? If you go to a club that's like doesn't even have a name, a club? Yes. Okay. It's an underground club that's like yeah. on the down low because stuff is going on there yeah. that probably isn't legal. Yeah. Like the guy in Tennessee did. Uh oh, what? Never get into a fight. Yeah. With a guy wearing an eye patch outside of the place. <laughs> That's a little life lesson. If a guy has an eye patch, yeah. he's already proven that he's willing to lose things, so don't be messing with him. He will club you over the head with a vodka bottle That's right. 10 or 12 times like he did. What's the lesson here, Cliff? Never get into a fight with a guy who has an eye patch. There you go. If you learn that lesson today, yeah. then that may help you the rest of That's your right. entire life. You could life. consider today a success now, couldn't you? Well, Cliff, our Take It to the Bank this morning, we have three options. So you'd choose the one that you like, okay? Okay. Here's the choices we have. All right. Number one, mm -hmm. slot machines. Why is there a fruit on a bunch of slot machines? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two. Yeah. Federal holiday called the 8th. Have you ever heard of that one? Never heard of that. And bank money. <laughs> okay. Those are the three selections, yeah. Cliff. Whichever one sounds the most interesting to you, that's yeah. the one we will do. To me? Yes. You want me to pick this? I want you to pick it, Cliff. You're usually pretty good at picking out the best one. Uh, let's do the first one, the one about the uh, slot machines. And the fruit? Yes. Okay. And before we get to today's Take It to the Bank... Well, really, we I... have to wait... We just get this over with? Just a few seconds. Okay. Just a few seconds. I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah. man, yeah. he sounds so intelligent during this Take It to the Bank. Yeah. How can he possibly be such a great-looking guy, too? And I just want to say, Cliff, 
<laughs> I think it's a lot to do with my yeah, genes. I'm sure that's what your Levi's. No, today no, no. Or? My actual genes inside. Your of genetic me. code. Yes, that's the, that's how all that's the possible. genetic code that has built you as the man you are today. Yes, with sh- short arms that can't reach anything, receding hairline, and a number of other things that have restricted your income and success with women over the past, I don't know, 30 years or so. Well, I kind of shot down my good looks <laughs> and my intelligence there. So let's get to take it to the bank. Please, please right. do, yes. Here we go. Yep. Slot machines, yep. you've seen them. Mm-hmm. Some of them show fruit symbols. Yeah, when it spins around, mm-hmm. it stops on the you know cherries or pineapples or oranges, any of that stuff. Yes. Lemons. And those symbols... Yep. Mm. debuted in the late 1800s. Oh, they did, huh? Yes. Okay. Because the prizes you won were those fruits that came up. If it came no. across a row of bananas... You got bananas. You got bananas. As opposed to, you know, money. Yes. <laughs> and they did that on purpose. Yeah. Because if they gave you fruit instead of money, mm-hmm. well, the companies were actually avoiding breaking the gambling laws. Really? So when you spun the wheel, yeah. you could win... A banana. <laughs> Sounds like some of the contests we have here on Country 98.1. Exactly. <laughs> and all of that you can take to the bank, especially the good-looking part. Mm-hmm. Sunshine, 60 today, and be very, very windy for tomorrow and a high of 77. It's been that way Are all morning Are we going for long. like Woody Woodpecker now? <laughs> no <what>? kidding. <laughs> it's a Woody Woodpecker forecast on Country 98.1. Well, Cliff, Dunkin' Donuts in the news. Oh, they are. They're going to create a coffee-infused beer. Why would you do that? Because who hasn't thought at some time, Cliff, what I need is a little more energy now that I'm drunk so I can do a lot more stupid stuff. (laughs) If I just had the energy, I could do some really creative stupid stuff, and Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) is filling that void. I've never felt that way. No. But there's possibly some I'm people. I'm sure there are some people around who would like to do that. Yes. <laughs> when the day starts like that, it's all morning long. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, number number three. Never get into a fight with a guy who has an eye patch. Number two. They had their butt smelled by the dog. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, odd as it seems... It's the most popular thing we've done, and it involves another radio station. Yes. <laughs> well, it's true. No, you're, you're absolutely right. There's no doubt. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.